episode of Biohacking Beauty Podcast with me, Amitai Eshel, the co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, which is the company that this podcast is by. Today, my guest is a very good personal friend and an amazing, inspiring person. His name is Robbie Bessner. And uh, Robbie is the co-founder and uh, chief science officer for Therasage. He's always been an advocate of natural health and wellness, graduating from Boston University in pre-med, engineering and psychology and business. He continued on to postgraduate work at Case Western Medical School in holistic medicine. After many years of illness, Mr. Bessner's teenage daughter was diagnosed with Lyme disease, and this began his mission to find alternative holistic and homeopathic avenues of treatment. He discovered the natural healing effects of infrared frequencies and began developing specialized devices and applications to help his daughter with her health challenge. When he saw the positive results, he felt compelled to share what he had discovered and formed Therasage, now recognized really as the leader in integrated infrared technology. Therasage has built a reputation with the healthier community in mainstream public by educating and creating special cutting edge applications and protocols unique from any other device on the market or infrared sauna on the market. A professor for the World Federation of Chinese Medicine Society's annual contributor at the World Committees Committees on Infrared, a member of the Education Committee of the prestigious Hippocrates Health Institute, a presenter at many medical integrative and anti-aging health conferences, as well as an invited contributor on many podcasts, online summits, on-air radio and TV health shows, around the world, a best-selling author, and considered a leading scientist in the field of integrated infrared technology, Mr. Bessner continues to research and develop new devices and health science applications to bring the power of healing with nature to the world. So this is why I am specifically extremely excited to have him on. Today we're going to dive deep into just heat exposure as a whole, infrared frequencies and the health benefits that you can that you can extract from that uh, you're going to learn how infrared works to heat up our body why it's different from normal saunas what are the health benefits from, from either one on uh, you know as a standalone and together a few very interesting uh, deep dives into different applications of infrared sauna and also protocols into how to use them before we start, just want to say it would mean the world to us here at the Biohacking Beauty Podcast at Young Goose. And to me personally, if you took two seconds out of your day to subscribe to the podcast, not only does this ensure you will never miss on an episode, but it also greatly helps the growth of this podcast. Last but not least, we want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company, which I have founded together with Anastasia and the entity behind this podcast. What we do is we have a skincare brand that lowers the that aims to lower the functional age of the skin and give the skin specific tasks that it then can perform optimally, whether it is wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, pore size, laxity, acne, rosacea, and overall glow and healthy skin. So without further ado, please welcome my friend, Robbie Besner. 
All right. Robbie, welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. I'm very honored and excited to have you on. Wow, thanks. Appreciate the same thing. I really enjoy, you know, our company, the times we've mm -hmm. spent together. I love what you guys are doing at your company. And I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share some of our knowledge and the research we've done in our area uh, with your community. So thanks for having me today. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm very excited for many reasons. Number one, I, I really love you guys, uh, you, uh, Melody, your wife, as, as people. I love your company. I love the entire field that we're going to be talking about now. So to me, this is a Christmas morning kind of podcast that, that we're doing here. So just to, to start the ball rolling, I feel like in general, sauna and the way that it pertains to health kind of ebbs and flows as far as the attention it gets. And I feel like in the last few years, since the biohacking field has grown and um, a more health optimization field of wellness kind of has grown, it 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 gone back into into prominence. Am I correct, or do you feel that it was always? It's just my perception. Well, certainly, the biohacking community, the people that are you know young individuals that are seeking optimal health, they they're they're healthy now and they want to stay healthy. You know, certainly that is a movement that's been gaining a lot of momentum. But saunas, I mean, historically you've got cultures outside the US like uh, the Baltic states, Finland and Holland and Sweden and then the Ukraine area of Europe that people have been doing saunas basically <laughs> since they're born. They have community saunas where everybody gets together and talks about old times and you know all the fun that they've had in their lives and they share both the sense of community as well as the healthy aspects of sauna. And so it's really just the U.S. that it's become kind of a little bit more prominent. Generally, people think about saunas, about the wooden saunas, or they use them in their health clubs, like the steam rooms mm -hmm. and the Swedish hot rock saunas. Um, what we've specialized in is harnessing wavelengths of infrared uh, spectrum of sunlight. And we specialize in harnessing those wavelengths, and then we put them in our infrared sauna or in our healing pads as the two platforms to deliver these natural frequencies of sunlight, of nature, that are designed basically to mobilize all the poisons inside of our bodies. And so it's really a much more efficient way to get poisons and toxicants out. In fact, they... Amate, they actually did a study, and I love these people because I know you're a researcher, so I love hearing about all these studies, and they actually did a study where they took a, the same individual and they measured in a drop of sweat the toxins from a hot rock sauna, from a steam room, and from an infrared sauna, and there's 85% more toxins liberated in the infrared sauna sweat or the infrared sauna environment, and so it's not just a great way to get the poisons out, but also to pull the poisons out where they're stored in the body, break the covalent bonds and liberate these poisons into the bloodstream. And then, of course, sweating is a very efficient way to get out, get the poison out. But you can get them out by peeing and pooping and your lymphatic system, if you're active, is also a way to pull toxins out. So sweating isn't the only way to get poisons out. Yeah. And, and to connect to what you're saying as, as a health optimizer, as a biohacker, the way that I approach technology is um, 
is basically, okay, what are, is our body evolved to do? And then how can we really refine that process, find ways to kind of eliminate everything negative as far as stimulation and, and really be left with a positive and, and try to capitalize on that. And I really feel the difference between like a normal sauna, whether it is hot or dry and infrared sauna, it's almost like analog and digital. It's like that big of a leap, right? Because we're really compounding the benefits that we're getting, which is which is pretty phenomenal because it is it's almost like too easy to be true. You know, it's like so easy to do. So normal sauna, obviously, our body as a whole, what I love about our body is when it needs to do something, when it needs to communicate with its entire organism, it chooses temperature and not, not necessarily hormones or chemicals. Temperature is like the master regulator of our body. And what I love about especially therisage and infrared saunas as a whole is that we can piggyback off of that and then really go into the cells and stimulate other processes. So let's talk about like, how do these wavelengths work? Like, why do they get us warm? What ha- what's happening cellularly that, that gets that effect? Wow, great question. I love your scientific approach, how you come into the question. And you also <laughs> are like myself, a student of nature, mm-hmm. and also how the body communicates with nature and, the he- and how the body regulates. And I've seen this actually with your formulations the same way. You look at the physiology and then you try to maximize the physiology. It's not tricking the body, but it's using the body's mechanisms uh, in a, almost like a synergistic way to accelerate whatever you're going for. And so we mm-hmm. do the same thing. We're harnessing what we discovered serendipitously because my daughter contracted Lyme disease and I have a healthcare mm-hmm. background. And so what I decided to do was just look at the way she was expressing herself and she had high levels of toxicity and inflammation. And so then I unpacked in uh, toxicity, what are the most efficient ways? That's when I stumbled on infrared wavelengths, which is extraction of sunlight, uh, nature, right? Um, and, mm-hmm. and then how those wavelengths come into the body and how they mobilize all the toxins in their bodies without chemicals, without chelators. It's actually the nature's natural chelator is these Mm -hmm. wavelengths yeah and so they're they're broken down into three different sections the near the mid and the far infrared wavelengths and so what we've taken as our approach philosophically in our company is we've basically taken a page out of nature's playbook and our all of our equipment is captures what's called full spectrum. So we mm-hmm. we actually have the near, mid, and far in the same proportions that the sun delivers it to the earth on a daily basis. And so we do very much mimic what nature has already provided for us to be the natural chelator, the natural way for us to self-regulate our own toxicity in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done is just been able to harness that concept and that part of nature and then bring it into your home make it very Mm -hmm. convenient for you to do it within your lifestyle because for you to in 30 minutes in our portable sauna would be the equivalent of being in the sun at exactly the right time for maybe four to five hours in a Mm -hmm. daily basis and who has time for that in today's day you know and not not only that you are also as we just stated you're stripping off everything negative about being four or five hours in the sun right 
UV light, UV radiation, etc. So it's really all of the good and none of the bad. Exactly. So now how does it work? The wavelengths, it's almost like dialing in a radio station. You know, 105 mm -hmm. would be rock and roll and 107 would be <laughs> country rock, you know? But each of those station, radio stations, they all have different music. And similar to sun rays or the frequencies of infrared, each of those frequencies do different things for the body. And mm -hmm. so what we've done is we've taken a full spectrum approach, like nature delivers, the sun rays because basically if in the animal and the plant kingdom we all need all of these frequencies in order for us to be vital every day now mm -hmm. some of us need a little more of this or a little more of that and so with yeah. in the infrared spectrum you take in everything but what your body doesn't need it just lets it go and so mm -hmm. you really can't like overdose on doing too much infrared therapy but you can overdo it Like, for instance, in sauna, if you're very toxic, if you've got chronic ailment of any kind, maybe Lyme disease or cancer, autoimmune, whatever, your body is riddled with these toxins. And in the detox process, if you go into sauna for too long, then you're getting too big of a detox and you could have like a detox response, like a Herx mm -hmm. reaction. And so there, you know, we've created protocols similar to you. You've created protocols, the best and most optimal way to use all of your formulations. We've also done the same thing. And as a company, we've decided it's not just good enough to make a great device and deliver it on time, but also to show, instruct each of our customers, our patients, our medical community, the doctors that, you know, are on board with us to show them how to use the sauna to get an optimal result. And we offer that as a free coaching service here at Therasage. So let's dive in a little bit deeper about how the frequencies yeah. work. So these wavelengths, the full spectrum, there are particular stations like or wavelengths that actually harmonize at the same frequency as the water inside of our bodies. So that's really important because Amate, just under our skin, there's an insulating layer of fat. And the idea of the fat, that layer, is to insulate our in internal organs or internal environment from extreme temperatures, either high, high heat or, or low, low temperature like cold. Mm -hmm. So it protects us. Now, when you're in a convection sauna, like a hot rock sauna or a steam room, in those environments, you have an element that's heating up the ambient air that's touching your skin, and then it has to fight through that insulating layer of fat that's protecting your inside from that extreme heat. Mm -hmm. So you have to go in steam room. It might be 200 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know about you if you've ever been in a sweat lodge or a steam room. Is it easy for you to breathe when you're in those environments? No. Those, yeah, because we're, we're not designed to breathe, to be in those environments for too long. Now, infrared is different because infrared is radiant. It's a wavelength. It's an extraction of sunlight. And so the wavelength doesn't heat the ambient air. It actually goes right through the ambient air, and it actually goes right through that insulating layer of fat because it harmonizes or resonates at the same wavelength as the water inside the fat of that insulating layer. So now it comes yeah. right into the body. And where does it go to? It tries to find the densest parts of our bodies, which is our muscle mass or our organ tissue. So most people think that our bone is the most dense part, but bone is porous. So it's structurally stronger, but it's not the densest part. And so mm -hmm. 
So now the wavelengths are seamlessly coming into the body and they're resonating. It's called a bioresonate resonance, which is like a vibration in the organ or in your muscle. And those areas of the body are the most vascular parts. And so that vibration liberates warmth. Now you're warming up from the inside. That warmth penetrates through the organ, through the vessels, and now the vessels get warmed up. And as you know from biology or physiology, when you warm up a vessel, it expands, called vasodilation. So what we're doing through this process, it seamlessly comes into the body. It warms up these vessels. We're improving circulation by 15 to 20%. So now we're moving DNA and RNA, all the um, genetic material for reconstruction. We're bringing nutrition. If it's in your bloodstream, we're bringing more oxygen around the body at a 20% faster rate. So the healing process is accelerated by 15 to 20%. So, and, and plus wow. it, it, it really supports many of the other systems in the body at the same time. So it's really incredible how many different ways that infrared can uh, systems, infrared sauna can actually support vitality. Interesting. And is there a ratio of, uh, or does, does it depend on the temperature? Because your saunas, you can, you can dial up or down the temperature, right? So would you be getting more benefits if it is at a higher temperature? Great question. That's part of the protocols. And the sequencing, okay. is, re- sequencing is really important. And so like in nature, I'm often asked, how often should I use sauna? And so I, I, you know, I come back to you and say, well, how often do you get toxic, right? So <laughs> if you're living in Kansas and you get toxic on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, fine, then I'm moving to Kansas. But as far as I know, I live in Florida like you, and I go outside. If you're breathing and you're drinking and you're eating food, it, even if it's organic and it's filtered as best it can be, you're still taking in environmental toxicants. And so we get toxic every day. And so through that process, you can either use nutrition, certain food sources can help detoxify the body. And now just using Mm -hmm. sauna for 30 minutes a day, you can stay even with the toxins that your body takes in from the day before and hopefully peck away at the toxins your body's been storing over the years in the process. And so it's, it's super important to be on a regular schedule. So using it every day, cumulatively, using it every day is more impactful than if you use it every other day. And then, of course, the timing, like usually in the morning, similar to nature, when we lived on the land, like back in the ancestor days, we lived on the land in caves, you know, in tents and so forth. We woke up to sunrise. We woke up to sunlight. And that's the same rays that we capture in infrared. So we could jumpstart your body. So if you did the sauna early in the morning, just after you wake up, it's going to optimize your sauna experience because it will actually turn on many of your other systems, not just detoxifying, but other systems will start to get turned on at the same time. Also, like you mentioned, the temperature and the time. So our sauna gets the hottest of any sauna in the in the market now. It'll go up to 170 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Also, because we come from, as I mentioned earlier, my daughter with Lyme disease, we developed a sauna so it has a 90-minute time frame. So you can do a 60-minute session and really raise your core temperature, create that hypothermia, that false fever to knock out a virus, to knock out COVID, to knock out Lyme, to affect the microbial imbalances in the body. So there are many things that sauna will do, but 
Generally, to tell you the truth, like most people just find a nice little sweet zone, like 30 minutes at 130 degrees Fahrenheit is a really beautiful session. It's a good amount of time. It doesn't take up too much time in your day. Like right now, I know you're even probably busier than I am. So if I said to you, Amate, I need at least an hour of your day to come and sit in sauna and think, my God, I don't have just five minutes of time. How could I yeah. leave an hour, right? But 30 minutes, most people can find 30 minutes, right, to, to do the sauna. Yeah. And then, of course, you can combine things like ozone and aromatherapy and guided meditation. You know, you can do a lot of other therapies along with the sauna to really expand your experience. So here you can maximize your experience, do all those other therapies and interventions within that 30 minutes and then get on with your day. And it's just a really wonderful way to start. Yeah. So just to recap what I'm understanding from you and, and the way I see it, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're, we're going to go back to what you were saying about how the infrared rays and especially like far infrared, which you were referring to works. So basically, let's start with the fact that kind of what you ended with, with which is our bodies are designed to interact with infrared in general. You know, the more infrared interacts with water, so it does it in a different way than blue light. So in the morning and in the evening, when the sun passes through a lot of atmosphere, what we're left with is a lot of infrared rays in proportions to other rays. And our body is kind of designed to uh, get cues from that, design and interact with that in general, but also during the day, obviously. And just to insert a caveat there, there is a large amount of people uh, that follow the theory that if you expose your body to infrared early in the morning, you can also mitigate a lot of the damage of UV rays during the day because your body is getting a, a, a specific cue. So that's for people who are worried about like pigmentation or anything like that. Bear that in mind that this is a, this is a, a prevalent theory that is getting more and more interest from the medical community. Now, as far as what the infrared does within our body, it travels unperturbed, unabsorbed through tissues that are low in water, basically, that, they, that the water content within them is not high, and it would get absorbed in tissues that are, first of all, tissues that are, require a lot of uh, nutrient support. And surprise, surprise, that nutrient support is uh, carried through water. Obviously, hormones, etc., are carried through fat molecules, but our nutrients are carried through blood, through that water. So organs that are that have ample amount of water are the organs that are going to be getting impacted by the infrared, far infrared radiation, get warmed up, and you're getting that one-two punch of, you know, heating them up and creating that hormetic stress, that positive stress that signals repair, but you're also getting that supporting aspect of vasodilation and more nutrient support, basically, which is very interesting. That's, if I'm not mistaken, we were talking until now about that specific spectrum of far infrared or mid and far infrared, which is funny to me because basically what we did in science is just said, oh, whatever's past red is just in infrared. And people normally are very confused with near and far infrared because they have most of the name is the same, but actually they're completely different. It's really like saying, you know, blue and UV, you know, it's, they're not very similar. 
but near infrared, which you also have in the saunas, has a completely different makeup of, of interaction, right? It actually doesn't get absorbed in water. It actually only gets absorbed in your mitochondria. And it actually also acts as a vasodilator because it releases nitric oxide into your, into your system. So are those two modalities, are they synergetic? Do they support one another? Is that what you're, you're incorporating in, in the same modality? Well, you've explained it perfectly. And they, it's like brother and sister, same family. These are wavelengths that move together from sun, and they're responsible for heating up 82% of the Earth's surface. They also, like uh, Einstein did studies on sun thermals and how they affect the life on planet. And, and he basically said without infrared frequencies, there'd be no life on the planet as we see it today. Wow. The interaction between the near, the mid is sort of a combination of both the near yeah. and the far. And where, you know, the two main features of the near are basically the skin surface challenges like scar, produced mm-hmm. scar tissue, helping with that, adhesions just under the skin. It'll penetrate maybe three centimeters or so in. Mm-hmm. Um, that wavelength does support mitochondria, which is the cell energy. So if you really condense all of nature into a single function, though it's the light frequency and some sound, but light frequency that actually is the energy that stimulates cells, which is about our vitality. And so absent that light frequency, and you can get it directly from the sun or you can get it indirectly. Like for instance, you know, it hits the sun, the sun hits the earth, the earth um, energizes or the sunlight energizes the plants. You go out and you go visit the forest mm-hmm. or you go out in the lawn and then they bring that sun energy through the plant kingdom to you. Your your dog or your cat goes out for the run. They get they grab all those infrared wavelengths. Then the dog comes in, jumps on you and gives you love and licks you up and down. And he's not just transferring his love and admiration, but also he's transferring that energy into your body. So mm-hmm. Even for people that don't get out in the sun, they still can get the infrared wavelengths that they need in order for them to be vital. Of course, the best way is through direct, like through sauna or coming into sun, and we've just made it much easier in the format that we've platform we put together. But the near frequencies, that nitric oxide piece is really important for a a couple of reasons, and you've done this in your own way in your formulations, because when the near frequencies come in and you and it does release that transient gas and the body only makes three transient gases so nitric oxide is one that's super important it creates that vasodilation but it also triggers your blood your serum your hemoglobin to grab more oxygen when you when you make it available and so of course Mm -hmm. we can breathe you know through our lungs and we get oxygen through our skin But now when your blood is already saying, okay, give me more oxygen, and you can bring that formulation. Now, many of us, the big reason why we age is because of oxidative stress. As we get older, our blood's ability to hold on to oxygen, our our body's ability to make nitric oxide starts to diminish. That's why we have oxidative stress Mm -hmm. and we we age either prematurely or just the normal aging process. So you can slow down the aging process, which you're a genius about because you put that into (laughs) your formulations, you know? But we do the same thing through nature, but we're doing it through sunlight, through infrared wavelengths. And so... We both are traveling on different roads to Rome today, as we speak. 
But basically the idea is we're harnessing nature and bringing that to ourselves through formulations or through our platform, like infrared sauna or healing pad, the trilight system. We're bringing nature to us so that we can enjoy all the niceties, create that vitality, fight off pathogens and disease, and live healthy and wholesome lives free of hospital and free of clinic and medications and pharmaceuticals that have dangerous side effects as everybody is becoming much more aware of these days. Yeah, very well said. So you had an, a, a very, very, very interesting lecture at the, uh, at the biohacking Congress that I, that I attended. I mean, the lecture, we, we were presenting there, but I attended your lecture. And first of all, fa- funny note, and I told you this personally, the uh, audio technician uh, I was waiting. I was actually the, the person speaking after you. So I already had my, my audio stuff on and, and I was sitting next to the audio technician and the audio technician turns to me and said, wow, this is amazing. I'm learning so much from this guy's lecture. So that was fun to hear. So in that lecture, aside from what you, we were talking about now, which is more like the fundamentals of both heat exposures in general and infrared heat exposure more specifically, what were some of the points that you wanted to convey in that lecture? Well, I think what I was trying to achieve was to show the audience that, first off, the ways back to good health and vitality isn't as complicated as, you know, what people think these days. Yeah. Yes, the body is complex. And certainly if you have a health challenge, a chronic ailment, it might there might be a few different reasons why, like a few different root causes that are working together to cause you to not feel good. Yeah. But if you just start with the basics and create what I call a primal healing platform, where you create a safe house where it's free of EMF and it's got, you know, good you know, maybe some chemicals, but they're all bioavailable and bio, bio, you know, mm-hmm. uh, good, bio, good for your biology. And, you know, the air, you have an air cleaner and you have a good water source and your bedroom is kept really dark. So you get good sleep at night. Like that's a good place to start from a primal healing point of view, because we spend so much time in the bedroom sleeping or, you know, eating and, and being in, in your home. And then you go out into the world and you get all of these stressors from the environment, chemtrails and glyphosate and, you know, all the things that affect our bodies, right? But we need a place to come back to, to sort of kind of recharge our batteries and get back into good health and giving our bodies a chance to, to heal themselves from day to day. Yeah. And then... Um, so I identified what I felt to be the problem and some of the solutions. One would be to be conscious of creating a healthy and a safe environment at home. Yeah. And then, then I moved into talking about some of the things that, you know, help with primal healing, addressing, you know, uh, good sunlight, certainly bringing infrared and, and the idea that you can in 30 minutes every day, you know, offset the toxins that come into the body. Now, you know, the it starts with the premise, Amate, that the reason why you have a symptom, any symptom at all, no matter what disease you have, comes from inflammation. And generally, toxicity and inflammation, they run together on the same road. So if going in sauna can lower toxicity in the body, then it lowers inflammation, then it at the same time will lower your symptoms. Now, yeah. If you have a chronic ailment, you're, you're not so 
you know, you're more yourself, right? You're more back to yourself because you have less symptoms. That gives you yeah. more of your life back, you know, regular life back. And it also gives your health practitioner more time to dive deep and investigate what could be the root cause of that's causing your problem. So I like that approach because people are, you know, they go on the internet, they read about their symptoms, they get overwhelmed with the information, they don't know where to start. And they need to start in their home from the first place. And then they, from there, they need to think about the water, the food, the air that they take in every day, because all of those are contributing stressors. They need to think about the bad effects of these man-made frequencies like 5G and mm -hmm. the exogenous frequencies, because it's nice to be able to surf faster and game faster and, you know, get to computers, you know, get access to that. It's nice to have an electric car and bike and all those things are fantastic. But there's another side to it. And that's they generate these these frequencies that put extra stress on the body. Now, if it was yeah. just the electric car, we'd be okay. If it was just when we went to go buy a coffee at a hot spot in Starbucks, it would be okay. But we have cell phones, we have 5G. And by the way, if you think that there's just 5G radiation coming from the micro towers, the government's using 7G and 10G right now. So because we don't see, hear, taste, or feel, like sense the these frequency doesn't mean that it doesn't affect our bodies. And so mm -hmm. having a safe home free of the EMF, putting on devices that you wear on your body or on your devices like your cell phone or laptop that will remediate or protect yourself and your kids from these frequencies, super important. By the way, I do yeah. think, I do think, you know, many of the reasons why we see high levels of autism and social problems like PTSD and ADHD and so forth, all of those social, I think that that's all of those situations are accelerated or exaggerated because of these man-made frequencies that, that are coming in. You know, I don't know about you. I know that we've been doing a little bit more traveling. You travel everywhere with you and your wife yeah. on conferences. And I, I study people in the airports 10 years ago, the young families travel with their au pair, like they're living, mm -hmm. you know, they had help that they travel with that would carry the stroller. Now there's no more of that help. The kids are, are one years old and they're holding tablets and they're using the tablets to entertain themselves, right? Well, those tablets are tied to these frequencies. The kids, their neural pathways aren't truly formed until they're 18 or 20. And so now you've got these man-made frequencies that are affecting their brains, that are directing the neural pathways, their neuroplasticity to go to maybe hook up with different contact points. And yeah. so their brains aren't functioning properly. And I think that is part of the movement that's happening. You know, technology is good, but there's a price you pay. So you have to be careful to make sure that you're taking care of your kids, not realizing. And I mean, even those, I think I remember when my, this goes back, my kids are older, but we had, you know, like the mother gives birth and within a week she wants to get back into her jeans. And then she puts a camera in the baby's room and she has a corresponding camera in the other <laughs> part of the house so she can hear or even see the baby move around. Well, that wireless connection is the baby's two days old and that wireless connection is bringing these bad frequencies into the same room as the baby, right? So it gives the mother convenience to be able to move around and get part of her life back. But at the same time, the companies that make these devices are not putting the warnings on them 
that tells the mother, you better be careful, keep a certain distance away from the child. Like all those things don't happen. So people are using them and not realizing the dangers. So I think yeah. my, my presentation was to try to alert people, make them aware that there are real things they can do to make a difference, make them aware that some of the things that they take for granted that they think is okay because they're protected by the government. Do you know that the two agencies that control cell phones are the FTC, which is the Trade Commission, or the FCC, the Communication Commission? How many mm -hmm. people do you think that sit on those committees that set the guidelines about how powerful these devices should be. How many do you think are, are health-minded, like care at all about the ramifications of the health aspects of, of that device? I would, say, I would say zero to a random number that is completely random. It means if someone is, it, maybe it's their hobby or something, but I'm sure they are not, it's not part of the decision-making as far as who's sitting in, in those commissions. And I would put my money down, 99% of, of them are very overweight and unhealthy. That, oh, yeah, totally. And you're absolutely right. There isn't a single person that has a health aspect. So it is very economic driven, which most people probably know, you know, when they really think about it, but they look away from it because they want to trust that the government or the community like won't, you know, or there's agencies that will protect them. But we need to protect each other. That's why I love your podcast. That's why I love getting on and speaking, getting up in front of an audience and trying to illuminate that there's more things going on and that you can really control this and, and create a safe, a safe environment. Yeah, I think you, were you touched on some incredible points. First, you know, the let's call it the energetic toxic load that, that we're just you know, experiencing walking around, right? That's something that we can try and avoid. We can move to Kansas or Kentucky, either interchangeably. But the problem is, is that we are necessarily giving away our comfort, whether it's bad or good. That's, that's you know, not for me to decide for someone else, but we need to know the, the repercussions. We also need to realize that that's part of the world. You know, you can't live without technology and, and be a functioning member of society for that matter. So you need to figure out what, what you're doing to, to offset that. And as far as like eliminating causes for stress on the body or, or you were, you're referring to kids and their evolution or their evolution into a full-grown human being and, and the uh, effects on, of technology on that, that's to me, this is probably one of the things that I, you know, dedicate a lot of my time just thinking of. Because what we're really doing is we are working with a set of foreign elements, elements that we didn't evolve to, our body, bodies didn't evolve to take into account, basically, when it's building our body up to, yeah, up to 18, 20, 25. Some people will say even 30, our brain and our bodies are, are still trying to build themselves. And we cannot, it's not an elimination diet. Like we cannot take things out of our lives or we can't bring back the old pair from, from 10, 20, 30 years ago. We have to figure out what other elements we can incorporate in, into our lives in order to offset that. 
And as far as, you know, stacking those elements up, they tend to become expensive. What I want to say by that is we are getting into a situation that if you want optimal health, you need to have a serious change, chunk of change uh, to invest in it. And one of the things that I am super excited about uh, the Therasage infrared sauna is that this is probably the best, the easiest investment someone can do in their in their health because it is not expensive and it would last a very long time. So as, as far as investment goes, it's, you know, a lot of people in our area would choose one gym over another if it hadn't, or if they even go to the gym because it has a sauna element to it. And by the, in the in the difference between a gym that doesn't have a sauna or a gym that does have a sauna, you could get it there as, as like within a year, you know, within one membership cycle, basically. So right. that is amazing to me. Aside from the fact that I'm a big believer in decision fatigue. Decision fatigue means, and we actually talked about it before, uh, you and I, it means that the more decisions we take during the day, the less stamina we have or we have a set amount of stamina that we can invest in decision making and after that everything goes haywire this is why most people you know overeat later during the day because they can they have less energy to to make those decisions so aside from the fact that if you use a, an infrared sauna you will get more stamina that's a different issue if a sauna is a part of your immediate environment you will be using it more period it's not even, you know, it's not even a, it's, it's a no-brainer. Aside from the fact that, you know, with, with the Therasage or with, uh, with a sauna that works on, on infrared frequency, you can have, you can do other things together with it. If you were, you had to sit in a, in a sauna that is a convection sauna, it means the air around you is, is 170 Fahrenheit, you won't be able to use any electronic device in order to get work done. You won't be able to use any adjunct therapy, let's just say, like the TheraAir, for example, which is an incredible uh, device that we didn't even talk about. Or, you know, let's say an infrared panel for your face if you wanted to get some uh, beauty elements done, put the hyperbaric mask on, whatever that is, you wouldn't be able to do all of those things. And that's just, you know, we just touched on a few things get work done, expose your eyes to the sun, whatever that is. So I think there are a lot of elements here and the ability to to stack a healthy choice easily is probably the best element of it, to be honest with you, because it, we can have the best strategy in the world. If it's hard to do, most people or people most of the time will not do it. Yeah. So that's very important as far as uh, habits. Now, when you're talking, when we are talking about protocols, when would, let's say someone has a, an, an infrared sauna in their house, why is more better? Like, what are we seeing as far as exposing ourselves uh, continuously to it? Well, you know, as I said earlier, it's very cumulative. Similar, if you peel back society as we need, as we see it today, you know. And we go back to our ancestors when we lived on the land, tents, mm-hmm. and, and in caves came out. We mm-hmm. spent most of our time out in the sun. You know, the guys were, were out hunting, mm-hmm. and, the, you know, I don't want to be trivial about it or 
you know, make a broad statement, but, you know, let's say women were cooking and basket weaving and making clothing and so forth, taking care of the family. And the guys were out there hunting. And so basically we were outside, just like the animals are outside, getting exposed, overexposed to UV light. And you actually yeah. made this point earlier when you talked about doing infrared first before you went out in sunlight. So mm -hmm. as the, um, the relationship of the sun to the earth is called the azimuth, that, that direction mm -hmm. or that angle. And so as the sun is stationary and the earth is turning, that azimuth is also shifting. And so the earlier part of the day, the UV spectrum is more present, more prevalent, usually like in Florida now, between the hours of 10, 30, 11 in the morning to around one in the afternoon, it's most predominantly UV light. And then as the earth is turning, then UV starts to weigh down and then the infrared spectrum comes in. And that would be from one until dusk. So yeah. any of the overexposure from being out in the field all day when you're out hunting, or even when you're outside at, on South Beach sun tanning, mm -hmm. when you're in the sun and getting overexposed to UV that could create you know, skin challenges, you know, not just cancers, but also early development of skin degradation, so like early aging, wrinkles, and things like that. Whatever has occurred on the damaged side from UV, if you stay in the sun long enough, you get longer exposure to infrared spectrum, and those are the healing frequencies of nature. And so there's an offset there. As mm -hmm. you probably see in your own studies, there's a balance. So what happens here in modern world is we get the UV, we want get red and we get tan, but we don't stay in long enough to get the healing property of infrared. And so if you did infrared before you went in sun, your body would be ready to already combat any of the damage from UV. And in nature, just in the natural process, if we were out all day, or right now you buy, let's say our infrared sauna, or you're in, in full spectrum sauna, you're going to get all the benefits of the healing frequencies of nature in the beauty of your own home in, let's say, 30 minutes, something like that. And so having not knowing that, you know, like we don't have little meters, little dials on our body that say you're toxic and what the level is. You know, yes, we can do a blood test, but then we have to wait for that to come back. But we don't really know from a daily basis. There's no warning that tells us with meters on our bodies exactly you know, when we've been in too much or we were overexposed to this or that, you know, even in the foods we eat or in the supplements we take, if we've done too much, you know? Okay. So the only way we know is when the body shows some kind of sign or symptom, and that could be like with sauna, the detox signs would be lightheadedness, dizziness, nausea, could be headaches or feeling lethargic, maybe an hour or so later, histamine responses like itchy skin or maybe blotchy skin, that would give a reason for you to know mm -hmm. that you've overdone it. But absent that, absent those signs, then now we've got these beautiful wavelengths that come in that we know will do nothing but heal you. And now to your yeah. point, just recently, maybe four or five years ago, I thought, well, look, I have Amate. He got it. Somehow he found out about Therasage. He got an infrared sauna in his home. He's using it. And he's, let's say, using it within his lifestyle choice of timing and the temperature. He's in for 30 minutes every day, maybe 130 or 140 degrees. So he's getting an ample amount of frequency and getting enough sequencing, uh, does it earlier part of the day. What else can I introduce into that experience while Amate is in the sauna for 30 minutes 
that will, again, create a synergistic effect where we can bring in ozone, we can bring in aromatherapy, we can use young goose formulations and have the effect of sauna to bring in and sort of amplify the effects of your formulations because we're priming the body to be more absorbent. We're priming the body to already create more oxygen and blood flow. And so what we are doing is creating that platform that someone using your formulations can get actually extra benefits from because your body's ability to assimilate or the body's, the tissue's ability to potentiate your formulations even gets dialed up by some exponential rate, maybe 10 times better or five times better. And so that's what I love about when I talk about the primal platform is because everybody's bodies are deficient or need certain things, but we don't necessarily know what they are from moment to moment. But what I do know is if you start your day with infrared sauna, no matter what your body needs, it's going to get it in a much more wholesome way and hold on to it longer. And other things which we really didn't touch on yet is we've actually created a internal diagnostic called heart rate variability. And so mm-hmm. I test all of our devices to make sure that I move your brainwave from that sympathetic dominance from being like fight and flight and being anxious to actually bringing you into a calm state. And what we've seen in clinic is whenever you're in a calm state in that alpha then whatever intervention you do, whether it be guided meditation, supplementation, you know, certainly using your formulations, your body is going to receive it and hold on to it. And that is really, again, using our body's mechanisms, using science and using nature to really dial up the, our body's vitality, which I think is something that's missing in today's society. Like we, we get different pieces here and there but it's not connected in the proper sequencing or format or even the synergies of putting two great technologies together to get not just one and one makes two, but one and two, one and one can make five or one and one could equal 10 because of the power of combining those technologies together. And so this 100%. is- 100%. Yeah, this is something I think is super important. And I know that you do this in your formulations. It's the same thing. You're taking certain chemistry and combining that in a way so that it's way more powerful than if you did the individual pieces. Plus, you're an expert at knowing exactly what proportion to use of each of these ones, these different formulas, so that they you get the optimal experience. Yes, 100%. And, and really to summarize what you were saying is, is we really are getting benefits in many areas. We get cardiovascular health uh, benefits, whether it is for cardiovascular disease, disease, congestive heart failure, ischemic heart disease, peripheral artillery, artery disease, dyslipidemia, hypertension, endothelial dysfunction, left ventricular dysfunction. So we're getting a lot of different solutions from that one master regulator or a few master regulators, which is amazing. We're resolving inflammation. Uh, we're getting a mental cognitive you know, benefits. improvement and, and benefits, hormonal, metabolic benefits. And uh, obviously, we are also in, uh, increasing athletic performance, which is crazy to me that it that you're kind of mimicking very specific parts, especially cardiovascular parts, but specific parts of what doing an exercise is. We, we talked about going to the gym. It's a little bit like going to the gym. You're mimicking going to the gym. So it's insane 
uh, and it sounds a little bit too good to be true until we understand that our body's communicator are, you know, temperature as a whole and those frequencies more specifically. So it's it, to me, it's incredible. And of course, by eliminating toxins, by detoxifying, we're, we're uh, getting the boulders off the road, right? Cleaning the road. So everything that we are stimulating will function in an optimal way, which, which is beautiful. I wanted to take a quick break for this episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare product and our special offer for our podcast listeners. Our products are the world's first biohacking skincare products. And what they aim to do is to reboot uh, your skin cells to a youthful state so they can correct the cellular damage that is accumulated over time. Our favorite products and the one that we recommend everyone to start with are is our care concentrated moisturizer that can be used as both a day and a and the night cream. What this product is really specially delivering to the skin is our NAD precursors that are nano-sized and lipolized. They are both NR and NMN. And what they aim to do is to fuel the repair processes that our skin engages in by activating also our sirtuins, which are our anti-aging genes or our longevity genes that are responsible for DNA repair and basically repairing who we are really as human beings. In order to do that in the most effective way, we combine it with our enhanced resveratrol, which is fermented resveratrol that allows resveratrol to be 50 times more bioavailable in the skin and actually non-toxic because most people don't know that resveratrol is actually toxic for the skin since the skin doesn't have the enzyme to break it down like our gut does. So by fermenting the the resveratrol and introducing the enzymes in the fermentation process, we can obviously make it non-toxic and 50 times more bioavailable. And Care Concentrated Moisturizer also has 10 more active ingredients that support those processes, such as CoQ10, PQQ, two forms of vitamin C, and even turmeric and B vitamins. This is the first product we recommend. The second is eye care, which is a version of care specifically for the eyes. It also contains our NAD precursors and also contains very, very advanced peptides, our proprietary complex that includes GHKCU, a copper peptide that is very famous for its anti-aging abilities. The third product we recommend is our ProCare Serum. And that is a very special serum because it interacts with the mTOR pathway, which is a pathway that is very famous for its ability to affect how we age. So this product does a few things, but really what it does, it eliminates senescent cells, which are cells that harm our skin because our skin couldn't clear them very well. So it eliminates those, regenerates the skin. It stimulates the mitochondria with lilac uh, cell culture extract. And it also has a very strong and effective form of vitamin C that is well known to help the skin regenerate itself. Combining these three products by first applying ProCare, then eye care, and then care will give you the best results you've ever experienced for your skin and that we guarantee. If you would like to try these products, you can head over to younggoose.com to our website. And when checking out, please use the promo code PODCAST20 in all capital letters in order to get 20% off your first purchase. Again, 
head over to youngus.com and use promo code PODCAST20 in all capitals for 20% off your first purchase. And now let's get back to the podcast. I do have a few questions as far as concerns or special populations. So uh, the first is about male fertility. Uh, that was like, an, you know, when, uh, when you ha- have a warning on uh, getting into like, I don't know, a jacuzzi or something, uh, don't stay above a certain point. A lot of the times what they refer to is uh, fertility. So uh, is, there any, is there any risk in that? How, how do you view it or how, how does it work? Well, first off, the, um, you know, anatomically in for a guy, his testicles are distended from the abdomen because they need mm-hmm. to be at a cooler temperature than your body temperature in order for them to produce sperm and yeah. in a healthy way. When you sit in sauna, your whole body is getting the frequency. And yes, we are raising your core, but you're only in for maybe 30 minutes, 45, an hour if you're going after a chronic ailment. And then your body comes way back down to, you know, its normal body temperature. Mm -hmm. So you're not in the high temperature like a sauna, a steam room or a hot rock Mm -hmm. sauna, 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Maybe you're at 130 or, you know, if you're going after chronic ailment, maybe 170, but it's a short period of time. Not enough to affect at all your sperm count, but just the opposite, actually. It increases your body's ability to make sperm and also get rid of the boulders, like you say, get rid of the toxicants that could be getting in the way. It also will support Mm -hmm. lymphatic system, which is also coordinated because the lymph itself is generally a little bit more viscous than your blood. And so being in sauna will actually open up your lymphatic system. So if you bring that along with movement, then you're going to get that benefit also. So the um, we haven't actually just the opposite. And we also have worked very effectively with um, men that have prostate challenges, even prostate cancer, using infrared to raise that core temperature of the area that's affected by the cancer creating, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things, and this goes back to Warburg's studies about cancer, that cancer likes, loves to live in an acidic environment and a low oxygen level environment. So if you bring heat, you raise that temperature. So it creates apoptosis is the technical term and brings more oxygen and more blood flow to an area that's deprived of it. So Mm -hmm. Again, back to therapy, you know, we make a sauna that's a full body experience, but we also make these healing pads and the trilight system that's an on body experience. So you can actually, you know, give yourself that 30 minutes in sauna and then you. Which I carry with me everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's truly amazing. It's a great device and uh, we're getting a lot of very great results, pain relief. You know, in your area, we are actually doing protocols with you combining your formulations with the trilight and red light system because it it will you know 10x or or multiply the experience and the absorption of your formulation so from all the research we've seen even from the clinical results it, it's just the reverse it actually supports okay. fertility both for men and women and there's n- no drawbacks at all Yes, and and in a in a quirkier note, you know, it is in fashion now to expose either your anus or your testicles to the sun and to uh, uh, infrared rays, whether it's near or far, in in order to increase testosterone 
and increase overall body wellness. So, you know, we'll see where that goes, but uh, that's that's on, on that note. How about pregnant women? How do you approach it? Yeah, we are one of the few companies in the U.S. that actually has FDA listings on all of our devices. And mm-hmm. so we're guided by FDA, both in the language that we can use in our user guides, yeah. put on our website, as well as what we can talk about. We're cleared by FDA to talk about pain relief, improved circulation, rest and relaxation. The science on infrared goes back more than 100 years. And the if you just Googled or went onto assays uh, in PubMed or New England uh, Journal of Science, there's maybe five legal pages of different ways and research on infrared and, and the efficacy of how it helps the body. So it, mm-hmm. we've been proven in science and we've gone as far as to get that credential, which took us three to four years each of our for each of our devices and many thousands of dollars to go through that process. I think giving birth actually on Mate is easier than going through the FDA process. So, <laughs> so And um, cheaper. <laughs> and, yeah, and cheaper. Uh, at least, uh, at least up front, right? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so we really have taken a very medical approach, and I think for that reason, we are the most recommended company and in, in integrated infrared devices by the health community, health practitioner community, and we enjoy that because we have the first fifteen years of our company. We're twenty-two years. Our company is twenty-two years in existence. And, you know, for the first 15 years, we were concentrating on educating doctors and helping them get our technology into their practice, touch, then leveraging our information and our research among the healthcare community, eventually touching people's lives. So if yeah. you're a practitioner and you see 10,000 patients and we can pair up and show the doctor how we improve the effectiveness of their normal protocols to their demographic, then in our minds, we're touching 10,000 lives, right? And so that's a much better way than buying an advertisement in a magazine or even now social media. It's just a great way to just touch the community out there and raise awareness. So that's been an important, Mm -hmm. important for us to do or a road to go down. 100%. And obviously, we at Yangus, we, we agree, you know, we, we, our, and our evil plan is basically having people have a higher self-esteem and express themselves in the world more freely. If you could bottle that up in a, in a formula, uh, we would, but we're trying to do the next best thing. Yeah. So just to uh, connect to what you were saying, but from an, an ancestral point of view or from an evolutionary point of view, many different societies are, as you as you mentioned, are engaged in uh, almost daily sauna or any kind of heat exposure. Also during pregnancy, we can refer to Finland where, where pregnant women are recommended to uh, be in a sauna at least once a week during pregnancy. And we are talking there about very high, obviously much, much, much higher temperature convection saunas. So, so it's even, obviously, even uh, it's, Putting that into into a different light, no pun intended. And also in the U.S., there, there have, have been studies showing no correlation between uh, uh, sauna and any birth defects or anything like that. So, we we know we we do say in our user guide just because we're device developers like you, we yeah. do because because FDA guides us and says that we have to put these warnings in. We have to write that if you're pregnant, don't use infrared technology. That's we have no mm-hmm. choice because yeah. we're 
guided by FDA. But when I do my research, there's actually nothing that says that it's bad for you. Now, of course, we would hate for a pregnant mother, you know, expecting mother to, you know, have a problem with her pregnancy and feel like our devices may have caused that problem. And so we think it's safe for the first and second trimester. But as you get closer to delivering, then we would we recommend that you come back off the sauna or the healing pad and then pick Mm -hmm. it back up again after you deliver so that at least during that time coming towards term that, you know, you're free of any other influences that might, you know, affect a, a normal, you know, delivery of sort. Interesting. Now, the healing pad is really great for pain relief. It's one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, it's cleared for it. And so you can put the healing pad on your back if you're feeling extra stress as a pregnant woman, you know, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily put it right near the baby or near, you know, on your belly where the baby is, because then again, the frequencies are going through to the baby and I don't see the benefit really for that, similar to sauna as you're getting closer Mm -hmm. to term. So maybe the first and second trimester, but by the third trimester, then we're we're looking to pull back and then resume again after after you deliver. Yes, interesting. Uh, yeah, and and a good point. So we went through pregnancy uh, successfully. How about children and infrared saunas? Uh, it's a good it's a good question, and we're often asked that because the mothers, you know, we have you know, mothers that have Lyme disease that pass that Lyme onto their, their children and they come out mm-hmm. or we have women that are in the process, they're lactating and they're breastfeeding and they go, wow, I'm toxic and I'm passing these poisons to my baby through my milk. So we get those questions all the time. Or we have families, young families that, you know, their mothers are concerned because their kids are, you know, they've got autism, which generally autistic kids have high levels, their bodies hold on to heavy metals more so than mm-hmm. than others, and that creates cognitive challenges. But the whole topic about the toxicity, the way we look at it, we kind of look at the age is important, so 20 years or younger, and the mm-hmm. size of the person, because you can have a 14-year-old boy that's five foot seven and 130 or 40 pounds, yeah? So he's got like yes. an adolescent or adult body, but he's still a youngster. And then you yeah. can have it the same size, same age person or child that is 80 pounds and four foot 10, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but what's really important is their heart rate. And generally um, a child's heart rate is may, a normal heart rate might be 120 beats per minute, their resting heart rate, much higher than an adult. An adult's resting heart rate, normal resting heart rate might be 70 beats per minute. And so, so a child's metabolism is going to respond to infrared sauna or infrared sunlight frequencies much, much quicker than an adult will do. So an adult like someone your size, mm-hmm. it would take maybe eight to 10 minutes of being in sauna before some physiological shift is going to happen internally in your body. So you have to prime your body with frequencies, yeah? And then if you're in for 30 minutes, it's really like 22, 20 to 22 minutes of real therapy. For a child, it's almost half of that. So, you know, if they're really young, like a toddler, then I want a parent to be in the room. You know, I want the Mm -hmm. same things I would tell you about, you know, detoxing effects, lightheadedness, nausea. You know, for a child, a mother would say, you know, honey, if you're feeling a little bit off, if you're feeling a little, you know, your mouth is not feeling good or you just don't feel well, I'm right over here on the chair. Just tell me. 
because mm-hmm. the same detox response is going to happen on a child as it was an adult, but it may happen much sooner or quicker. And so we want Understood. you know the mother to know know those right up front, and as well as we do for the adult, we want the child to know. But everything else, like taking a binder with sauna to absorb those toxins that are being removed or liberated, drinking water where the adult, we want eight to 10 ounces before sauna and after the child might be four to six ounces in a sippy cup, but still take maybe not a full tab of binder, but half a tab of binder. So everything is sort of the same, but just scale back a little bit because their bodies are going to respond much quicker. Beautiful. And, and if we're already on the topic, uh, hydration and electrolytes, we were talking about right now, you were kind of, you know, talking about the minimal aspect of it or how are we being safe, but what is the relation with like optimal results from sauna and some supplementations such as, uh, you know, trace minerals, uh, electrolytes, whatever that may be, water. Super important. Everything works better when you're hydrated. And the analogy I often do when I'm describing this either on stage or like even if I'm doing like a presentation like this, if you had two fish tanks and you had the same goldfish, uh, the same kind of goldfish in both fish tanks, but one tank is 10 gallons and one is 100 gallons. And then you put one drop of this uh, bacteria that's called ick that causes fin rot on the goldfish. Which mm-hmm. goldfish do you think is going to respond and show you fin rot or show you disease quicker? The 10-gallon tank or the 100-gallon tank? Mm-hmm. Probably the 10-gallon tank. Yeah, the 10-gallon yeah. Right. So that's what it is when your body is dehydrated. Every symptom, every uh, your toxicity, your inflammation, all of that is exaggerated when you're dehydrated. So hydration is a key for generally good health and vitality anyway. But, mm-hmm. but in sauna in particular, we're looking to mobilize toxins. And now we're pulling poisons that are stored in tissues and in joints and in, and in organs in the body. And we're liberating them, mobilizing them into your bloodstream. That blood is a closed system and moves up to the brain very quickly. Within a minute or two, that blood circulates up to your brain. So, yeah. And the brain is much very, very sensitive to that change, that shift in blood toxicity as it is in blood um, pH, like the pH mm-hmm. being more alkaline or, or acidic. And so, and then according to that, it self-regulates. It wants to create homeostasis. The first thing it does is give you some kind of symptom, which could be nausea, uh, dizziness, lightheadedness, headaches, uh, skin histamine responses, like I mentioned a little earlier. And so yeah. hydration is really, really important. And we, with every device, when you buy from us, you get a best practice reference guide to give you good, healthy habits. And one page that we spend time, you know, exhausting time on is talking about hydration. So mm-hmm. hydration is a good idea anyway, but you know, we're a nation that drinks a lot of water. But basically, the water we're drinking is not bioavailable. It's actually not getting into the cell. It just passes right through us. And so electrolytes and trace minerals are really important. And if you're in sauna and you're sweating out the electrolytes and and, and you can get some of that through your food, but what we do is we just kind of shortcut that and we say, hey, you know, if you're sweating a lot using sauna every day, then at least once or twice a week, you should put the electrolyte and put the salts and these minerals back, trace minerals back into your food source or into your water so that you're actually getting that, those really important, you know, minerals in order for your body to function properly. And so 
So hydration we use, you know, before and after sauna, mostly to help promote sweating and dilute the toxic burden that the, that's being mobilized from the sauna event. But just from a holistic point of view, people should be making sure that they drink structured water, good filtered water, not just something out of a bottle. Because oftentimes, I mean, that industry is not regulated. And so oftentimes the plastic containers that the water is being held in, when they're extruding that plastic to make the bottle, those plastics are, are, and PCBs are actually leaching into the water that you're drinking. So yes. that, all that is not good at all. So getting good filtration, we mentioned that earlier, you know, even taking good bottled water and putting that through a filter so that it becomes structured and then drinking that water makes it more bioavailable, which means it gets more into the cell. Adding a little bit more sodium. We live in Florida, so we're out a lot. But now that it's getting colder in parts of the country, people aren't going out as much. And so it's more important to actually have a little bit more salt when you're out and about, you know, more often and really active. <clears throat> but certainly the easiest and simplest way to think about it is if you're in an environment and you're sweating, whether it's at the gym or you're in the sauna, just make sure that you hydrate before and after. Make sure you hydrate good filtered and structured water and certainly add those trace minerals and the electrolytes back in. Even if you're eating clean and eating organic, you still might be deficient in those. So it's a very inexpensive way to make sure that your that part of your blood and body chemistry is intact. Yes. And if anyone needs like a recommendation on, on uh, electrolytes, just... I love a company called Waterboy. You can get it uh, anywhere because it, it's it's also an unregulated uh, industry and, and it's a problem getting like good electrolytes. So I love this company. Last, maybe as, as a as a like a special population kind of question, uh, how about people who are taking who are ill? Well, as a whole, we, we did discuss uh, discuss it, but how about people who are taking medications? Because I remember you know coming from the uh, the low-level laser industry back in the day, we were like, okay, if you're taking Accutane or any kind of uh, vitamin A, then maybe stop it beforehand. If you're on certain type of antibiotics that make you sensitive to, to light, that can be an issue. So is there any issues with, with uh, certain medication? Gold, I remember people who are taking gold for like arthritis and stuff back in the day, it might be an issue. So are there medications that interact with uh, infrared sauna? We haven't really experienced any interaction or any of the synergistic negative effects, mm -hmm. contraindicators from medications. Mm -hmm. Now, we do recommend taking a binder when you do yeah. sauna, and that's mostly just to bind up the, uh, the liber the, all the poisons and toxicants that, were, that are being mobilized. Yeah. And there is some concern if I'm taking a binder and I also take my medication that why, what would prevent that binder from actually binding up medication? So there, we haven't seen any research that suggests that, well, if you take a look at a binder, like let's say activated charcoal under a high powered microscope, it looks yeah. like a honeycomb, looks like a honeycomb. And mm -hmm. a toxicant under a high powered microscope kind of looks like one of those, one of the rocket ships in Star Wars. It's got, or a shard, it's got jagged edges and it's all different kinds of geometric shapes and so forth. And so when a toxin comes through that honeycomb, it actually gets stuck in the honeycomb. And that's kind of how, in a simple way, things get bound up. Now, when you look at medications and you look at food sources when on a digestive microscopic level, they're very amorphic. They're sort of round mm -hmm. and, and they, they kind of like, they can kind of move around like jello in a way. 
And so when that goes uh -huh. through the honeycomb of the binder, it actually doesn't get caught in the web. It just passes right through. So the binder will, will grab the toxin, but not necessarily grab the medication. But for anybody listening, if you've got a concern about it, then just keep a little bit of time between when you take that binder, which might be an hour or so, you know, before you take your medication, take your medication an hour before, and then you take your binder or vice versa. Now, there is one contraindicator that I have picked up, and that's with, there's two classes of binders, and we use both of them. We start off with the big sponge or the macro binder, which would be bentonite clay or an activated charcoal. And then, then we go to, that will grab environmental toxins, everything that we get into the body from air, water, and food. Mm -hmm. But then we go to the small sponge or the nano binder, and that's usually a silica or a zeolite, silica derivative called zeolite. And that's, that grabs like biofilms and heavy metals because it has an actual ionic charge to it, acts like a little magnet. Mm -hmm. So when we liberate the heavy metal like lead or mercury, then the body wants to attract it right back again. But if you have the nano binder, the little sponge in, in your system, that's got a stronger charge than the body charge, the, the magnetic charge or ionic charge for the, for the uh, metal will then be drawn to the binder rather than your body or your flesh or your tissue or your organ. And so that's yeah. the way that operates. Anyway, now with the nano binder, with the zeolite, we have seen interaction with a mood-alterating drug that's called lithium. And so mm -hmm. if you're on lithium, by all means, space the time. But in terms of other medications and other supplements that you might be taking, again, we haven't seen in any of our research, we're often asked this question about any kinds of contraindicators there. Awesome. Yeah, I take a very low dose of lithium as an anti-aging uh, supplement. Anyway, Robbie, we have uh, been going for, for a while because, uh, you know, this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart and as, as are you. Uh, but I, I highly appreciate the time that, that you gave us today. We should be doing this more, just diving into very specific things. Robbie, can you tell us a little bit about where people can find you, the company Therisage, how they can get a sauna, where they can ask questions? We're going to have everything in the show notes, but in case someone's driving. Sure. Well, the easiest thing is our website www.therasage, spelled T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com. We have a, an amazing support team, our customer quality service department, and you can reach them through a toll-free number, which is 888-416-4441. Or you can, you can email us at support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at therasage.com. So those are kind of the simplest ways to, to come to us. We have, you can go to our website. They're on the bottom, there's also an area where you can click on and then you can write a little email and that will also come to us. But we have, we have a, almost a 24-7 coverage with our customer service. So within 24 hours, we will be responding to you if we don't answer your call immediately when you reach out. Fantastic. Yeah, and as I said, everything's going to be in the show notes. Robbie, thank you so much for your time. You are a godsend and a very inspiring human being. So just please continue doing what you're doing because you guys are, are I mean, I'm a big fan. Great. Well, thank you, Amate, for having me again. 
And I hope this is the beginning of many more of these kinds of informational talks. And uh, we are a company that's basically philanthropically yes, driven. And so we care more about its, its people are more important to us than the economics involved. And coming from a place where, you know, we, yeah. we had a child that was suffering, our medical bills were in the tens of thousands every month between travel and medication and all that stuff. We really feel for the people out there that have chronic ailments. So we have been there. We keep our prices very affordable so that everybody can enjoy the joy of being healthy and having this be part of their lifestyle. It's not it's not work. It's not about their their maybe their chronic ailment. It's about abundance and love and giving yourself the greatest gift that you could ever give yourself and your family, which is the gift of health and vitality. And I know you guys are on the same page. I know that we think a lot alike in many ways. And I really appreciate the opportunity today to meet with you and you know be able to answer questions and touch your community. So again, thank you very much. I'm very humbled by our conversation and certainly by our budding friendships together. Yes, sir. Thank you again. Everyone go get a terrassage. If you needed my voice saying it, there you go. Thank you again, Robbie, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, everyone. You too. Pleasure.